Yeah, I sleep naked and I don't wear underwear. And you always sleep naked? I always sleep. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. If I'm on the road, I, I, no, I take that back. On the tour bus, I sleep in sweatpants. I don't, I'm usually drunk, so I just pass out. Hundred <laughs> percent. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow, how have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless. When Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month, when you purchase a three-month plan, more like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office, and we have been saving so much money since switching over, and setting up on Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bears. That's mintmobile.com slash bears. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bears. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three months plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Hello, doctor. 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 Do you think you could be a doctor? You know that I had a fantasy about being a doctor, but a real one where I thought that it was going to happen. For real? Yeah. Okay, a doctor. Uh, well, I thought I wanted to be a cardiovascular surgeon. Um, and then... I was like, that's what I want to do. And like when you're a kid and you say that, people are like, that's really great that you feel that way and you know that. And I didn't know that I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> so I I was like telling teachers that and they were like, that is fantastic that a kid your age is already saying that. You know what I mean? Like you're like, oh, yeah, so, yeah. Oh, because they look for the kid that knows what he wants to do. Sure. Early. And if you have like um, ambitious goals like that, they try to, you know, cult their teachers, you know. Mm -hmm. So I tell um uh, it's a uh, it's it's ninth grade, and I tell my um, some of the teachers that, and you know, I'm 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 able to articulate it, and they're like, "This is great." They didn't, you know, most people that pursue that field, their real strengths are not necessarily English, but the maths and sciences, yeah. and that's where I would bomb. So <laughs> before they're aware of how bad I am at that, I'm expressing this idea, and then my dad calls his brother who's a like a world-renowned urologist, right? Yeah. This guy invented a device that they remove kidney stones with, okay? So like they nickname it. You can go into it. It's now it's a little older. Yeah. But you if you went into like a doctor's uh, hospital and you asked for a Segura basket? No way. Yeah, yeah. Like, you could probably google a Segura basket kidney stones. Well, that would make sense that your dad's brother has the same last name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Same For thing. a second I was like they named it after you? Yeah. No, 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 Tom. I thought Tom, I see how the first, the top one there. Yeah, I mean, no, but what I was saying is, yeah, you're the only Segura I have ever met. Oh, sure, yeah. So I go, I literally was like, yeah. they named it after, after Tom, Tom Segura. Is yeah. yeah, yeah, not realizing yeah. your dad has that last name. Sure, and and your dad's brother would have that well, name. Yeah, the, yeah. So would they put that up your fucking thing. I think so. Um, Holy shit! To remove kidney stones. So anyway, at the at the time when he invented this, it was considered like state of the art, right? So anyway. He calls his brother. It's like Tommy wants to pursue medicine as well. So they're all like fantastic through the roof. Yeah, they're like, and, and it's in the family. Obviously, we're there's there's other doctors too. Mm -hmm. So uh, he's like he's a urologist. He calls the Mayo Clinic in Jacksonville because we're living in Florida, and he's like, I set you up for the day. 
Um, so I go there and I'm a freshman in high school, but I'm a pretty big freshman in high school. I mean, I'm, you look like a man, I'm five, nine, five, ten, and I'm 180 pounds. Yeah. Like, yeah, I look like a, so the doctors are like, where do you go to like, where are you in medical school? They think I'm in medical school. And I was like, I, and I say like a high school and they're like, what? And I'm like, I'm a freshman in high school. And they're like, oh my God. They're like. They, the first of all, I, I don't know. There's a lot of small doctors. They're like, you're an enormous man. <laughs> I'm like, there's a lot of like, small doctors. Yeah. I'm like, I'm 14. And they're giving like, you their lunch money. Yeah, like, and they're like, okay. So then they go, and I go, this is just like, I want to pursue this. And I'm studying it for a report. I was doing a report on the history of surgery. So I, I, I did this oh, wow. paper. The history of surgery. The history of surgery. So I go, you know, I was reading books about it, but I was like, I might as well like sit and watch surgery. So I sit there. The very first operation is a they're removing a vaginal cyst from a woman who's eighty three years old. Oh man! And the doctor pulls me aside. And he goes, "Just so you know, she's awake. So she's numb, but she's awake. So don't be like, oh, she's gross and all this stuff." Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> "Okay, yeah, I'm a freshman in high school. I, like, yeah. I have seen nay a pussy. Yeah, nay a pussy, and certainly not with a fucking softball sized cyst in it." <laughs> So uh, that's how you actually, I bet that could make a kid gay. <laughs> I bet you could be like, I'm turned off from pussy forever. It was, if that's the first one you see. Yeah, it wasn't a good one. And when they, they got in there, they stopped and they go, Oh, like get, uh, get call Kyle. And I'm like, what's going on? They're like, this is record size. So then they start taking pictures of it. So like, so you see a flash going off, then they rupture the cyst and it's just shooting pus everywhere. Right. And I'm just like, man, I don't know if I like medicine, you know. Um, and from there, I watched 13 procedures that day. So that was like at fucking 715 in the morning. It should be noted. You graduated high school with the second lowest GPA in my class. In your yeah, class. Yeah. You only beat a guy named Rocky. Yeah. Yeah. That was the only guy dumber than Rocky. Me. Yeah. Rocky. Rocky had a lower GPA. I, my GPA was so low that they were just like they they didn't even say like are you thinking about community college they were just like are you thinking about tinting windows like are you like <laughs> dude you, dude what my college my college uh whatever high school or college uh thing that you take the test yeah. and they tell you what you can do and they and I take the test and they're like they have the results and they're like so what do you think you're, what would you like to do? And I was like, probably either an inventor, own a magazine, or, <laughs> or, a lawyer, or a lawyer. And they're like, or a lawyer. And I was like, my dad's a lawyer, so I'll probably just do that. And they're like, okay. You're not going to be a lawyer. And they go, you should be fixing refrigerators. And I went, I'm in college. What the fuck am I fixing? Why am I going in college if I'm going to fix refrigerators? And they're like, refrigerator repairman is probably best for you or the military. And I was like, I was like, I'm fucking out. <laughs> My, I remember that I went in to see the high school counselor. That's how I, f I found it. He was out of the room. They're like sitting in his office. And I was like, okay. And I just look and I see um, like a piece of paper and I, see, and, I, and I see someone's name. I'm like, what is that? And I pick it up and it has my class and it's descending order of GPAs. Yeah. And I'm looking and it's like, <laughs> and I had some fucking, I was a small school, some brilliant, brilliant kids in my class. Really? I mean, we had... A lot, of, All, a lot of Patels. That's a few. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Those fucking. A couple uh, Kims. A couple then, Kims. Uh, but like, 
you know, some like four two five GPAs. We had uh, four or five kids that were every day at a certain hour, a van would pick them up from our high school and take them to a community college like uh, 20 minutes away because we didn't, there was nobody in our, on our high school campus that could teach a math level high enough for them. So they would have to go to a class. And I was like, I don't understand long division. <laughs> So I, by the way, I always got screwed up on division yeah. when it was like uh, a hundred divided by ten. I'd always put ten divided by a hundred and get this like huge fraction. I'm like, God damn it, that answer doesn't seem right. <laughs> I thought it would be ten, but it turns out it's point ding ding Dude, ding ding. I, like this is when I I don't realize how bad how poorly I'm doing, and then I read this thing and I'm like. Holy shit. Because I'm looking for my name. I'm I don't like, understand where am I? Because you're one of my smarter... You might be my smartest friend. Well, no. It's this. I'll, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be totally honest. I really, really, really can be super lazy. And I was fucking a lazy student. I did much better in college because I like started to care more and became aware of it. But in high school, I didn't, I didn't try. I was just like... I mean, I was just more into like social stuff and, yeah. you know, sports. And then... When it came time to matter, it was too late. It was too late. They were just like, you're not going to get in anywhere. I wish that, I wish I'd had a, uh, I remember Gary Goldman one time. We were, it was right before he did Last Comic Standing 2. And we were having coffee ever, coffee bean on, on Beverly or on 3rd. Beverly, I think. And uh, and he sits down and he's like, he's like, I, th- I think I'm going to quit comedy. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah. I said, what are you going to do? And he goes, I want to be a high school guidance ta- teach counselor. And I was like, Really? He's like, yeah, I think that's my calling. And I said, why? And he goes, so that I can pull kids aside like myself and say, don't ever get into fucking comedy. And I was like, really? And he was like, he's like, I'm fucking. And then li- literally the next week, he got uh, Last Comic Standing and his life changed. Wow. L- the next week. But <clears throat> what was I going to say? Um, yeah, I wish I, I wish there was, had been an insightful guidance counselor who had been like, what do you enjoy? And I was like, do you know those pep rallies? When I stand in front of everyone and I tell and I talk, I like that. Or like, oh. you know, when we get on the bus and I grab the microphone and you guys let me talk on the microphone. There's got to be no fucking guidance counselor that tells a kid like, "Have you thought about pursuing comedy?" There should be though. I mean, I there's. Know. I mean, there should be someone at least with an insight. I don't think anyone drove directed me towards comedy. I'm saying that I'm sure I've, I'm contradicting myself, but I don't like I. I don't think anyone was like comedy isn't a viable. Yeah, because it's horrible advice. Yeah, that is horrible advice. It's horrible advice. Uh, it's horrible advice if you just go through. If, so, if some kid right now is like, yeah, you know, I'm feeling like this to be like, you know, you should try to stand up. Like you're, if you just were guys, you're really gonna struggle. And you're like, could, I, I pitched a show one time to FX um, called Burt, Burt Kreischer Guidance Counselor, but it was like, I want to take guys that were like myself, and were but were lazy and didn't have a direction, didn't have a talent, and go, you should operate a lighthouse, and then we'll take him out there. Put him in a lighthouse, and it just he's like a stoner, and he's like, I actually fucking love this. <laughs> like, really get to know the guy, and then yeah. take him and put him in a job that is so fucking bizarre. Yeah, that, that he's like, you think you could have been like a lighthouse operator? Well, yes, <laughs> right. Yeah, but you think you could have been like just happy doing that? If like somebody put you in at the right time, I was. I, let me tell you a story, Tom, story, Tom. I was getting, I was doing something very, very luxurious the other day. Okay. Very nice, very very pleasant. Anyone would love to do what I was doing. You can't. And, you can't get more specific. Well, I, can, I mean, I can, but okay. As, uh, okay, 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 okay. And so, and I thought to myself, everyone around me was very excited, and I thought to myself, 
this is going to sound weird, is this worth it? Meaning, the amount of time I've been spent away from my family, all these pursuing my own dreams, my dreams, not not working to make sure that my family and I, you know, have things like I'm not like the dad that is showing up at softball practice or at golf tournaments. I'm not that dad. And I do get these nice things in my life, you know, but is it worth it? If I said to, uh, if I said to say a dad in Boston, who's got two girls and he's probably 33 years old right now and he just, and his kids are like five and three and he's working, he's busting his ass and he may be making, you know, 80 grand a year or a hundred grand a year. And he's, killing himself to get it, but he's having great family lives. And and he maybe never has the opportunity to go scuba diving off a yacht or or fly in a private jet to Hawaii. Yeah. Like he those he may look at his life and go, though those are things I'll never do. Right. If I could switch with him and allow him some of the, the luxuries I've gotten and go, but here's the deal. All that shit you're doing with your kids that maybe sometimes feels tedious, that you'll be able to look back when you're eighty and go, I didn't miss a softball game. Well, you get the luxury, but you got to go. I missed all the softball games. I missed all of them. I mean, I, I take that back. I, I went to a bunch of softball games, but like I didn't. But you missed a bunch of them. A ton and and fucking birthday parties. Like I mean, yeah. And and I go. I literally was thinking, is it worth it? Meaning, like all this, like getting to perform in in huge arenas and and all these dreams that I've had. Had I known what the price was, what the what the vig was going to be, we should talk about gambling. Uh, what the vig would be, is it worth it? Meaning, what life is richer? You know, yeah. Like what? I, uh, I I saw this thing where it was some show, like a reality show, and it was a kid, a kid, meaning that the son who is now let's say thirty, mm-hmm. and his dad in his was in his sixties, and his dad is a reality show. There's real people. Mm-hmm. That is a like a very successful businessman. I don't remember his line of business, but just a very successful guy. And they were having that conversation about like how there was a huge disconnect for a lot of years and mm-hmm. now they are more connected. And he was saying like the dad was like, you know, all I cared about was my business career. And he's like and I look back and he's like, you know, it doesn't matter that I closed that one deal or that other deal and I made this much more because I missed out on all these things. And you're like, it's, it's like it, what you're talking about. Yeah, you know? and, and, I, and I'm pushing myself so hard on this tour. Me too. Speaking of which, I'm in Austin this week. You are? Yeah, I'm in Austin this week. This where? week that this airs. Okay, where oh, No, not this week. This week's Thanksgiving. Next week. Next week I'm in Austin. Uh, Sugarland Prairie, Grand Prairie, El Paso, Abilene. I'm going to do a huge Texas run, so that'll be easy for the podcast. Okay. Yeah, we get, that'll be easy hopscotching back and forth. Okay. But, but is it like my dad was successful growing up, but not. He really, I think he, had, he lived paycheck to paycheck, but he was there for everything. Yeah. And I think that's the also, also it, it's different. If I lived in the same city as my family, I just, I'm, I, I'm never there. But if I was there all the time, I think it would be easier. Yeah, I... I'm trying to remember. You just started. You got. You have like. I, I'm. I'm jealous of like you and Bill and Joe because you guys are just starting families. Like you. Maybe Joe's are a little. Joe's are just around my age. Yeah. But but you got. You got. You haven't fucked up yet. That's the great thing about uh, like being gone and stuff all the time. Yeah, yeah I'm already gone all the time. Yeah, gone all the time. But, yeah, but that, these days don't count. Really? Uh, whatever. No, I, I miss stuff now. Yeah, I miss stuff now. 
It's fucking so bizarre. I think about being a dad so much. I'm so much better as a dad, and I'm not a good dad, than I was a boyfriend. What? Like, a, a dad and a husband, mm-hmm. being that guy, so much better than that than the single guy in the bar trying to get laid. Really? I was so bad. I was so desperate. I would like to call. I would like to call hot chicks that I tried to fuck and see what they thought of my of how I behaved. Do you think they probably thought, oh, you're just like you were just like every other guy trying to fuck me? There was a girl. No, I, no. Uh, I think, I think I did it. I, I think I, we always think that we're standing out more as desperate or whatever <laughs> than we actually are. That that other people, everyone's consumed with themselves. Yeah. my point so i don't think the other oh interesting you know so barry katz once told me i had a bad set in front of the like a showcase set and i was like i need to get back in front of the industry like i feel I'm, i need them to see that i'm better and he was like he was like papa let me ask you let me ask you a question do you think anyone's really thinking about you today and i was like what and he goes they're thinking about the people that crushed they don't remember that you bombed because they don't they didn't care they just they're and he goes, by the way, they're all thinking about themselves today. Yeah. And I was like, what? And he's like, who have you been thinking about all day? I said, me. He goes, that's what everyone's doing. And yeah. Barry was really insightful. It was a really interesting I would hear that stuff about him, he, about he his was, insights. He was a really interesting fucking guy to have as a manager at that, yeah. like starting off. He had lines that you would, that would just come up all the time. And he did, um, he started a podcast, like an industry podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was on it. I hated the one I was on. Why? And he's like, he was like, Oh, it's Barry doing his Barbara Walters and he's like and I know him way too well but he's like are you ready to admit that you are an alcoholic and I was like what you think I'm gonna by the way you think I'm gonna do it on your podcast you think I was like no Barry I'm not ready to admit that and he's like I mean Papa and I was like Barry you, you haven't seen me in six years you saw me today for the first time in six years what makes you think I'm drunk all the time like I think that that I think it's also how you're perceived by people and I was yeah. like by the way I was like you nailed it, but <laughs> I mean, well, part of me is like, do you have cameras in my house? What the fuck? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silence. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have... 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I like, this is what Barry, let me give you the best Barry speech he ever gave me. Okay. This is, uh, by the way, I feel like I'm talking about an ex-girlfriend because I got a manager that I love, that I'm, I'm currently with. That's yeah. why I'm with her. But this is what was great about Barry. And so, also, wait, you said that. Oh yeah, you just said that you were bad at, at being at the bar. Sorry, I was trying to remember. How I was got bad there. at being in the bar. Yeah, yeah. I was. Me too. By the way, terrible. We should get terrible. Uh, yeah. So, um, so I get a I get a deal at CBS, right? Yeah. Um, and and David, this guy David J Nash gets a deal at CBS at the same time, and so we both write pilots. David J is fucking smart as shit. He really that guy. Did you ever know David J? He was a comic. I think he's just a showrunner now. He's got, will you Google David J. Nash and see what his show, he's got a show on the air right now that's really popular. He does? Yeah, he's, he's been very successful. Um, he, he, he is, what's his show right now? Did you, it's the top. It's, a, it's, a one, it's, it's gonna be the top one. No, no, it's, it's gotta be. 
Anyway, um, he's an interesting guy, right? I'll tell you a story about David J. Nash. Okay. So he started, he is a guy who, he's a guy who could have been a doctor. He easily could have been a doctor. He's a very, very, very brilliant dude. And so he comes to New York from Boston. Um, first guy I ever knew that had a website. Started doing colleges before anyone knew anything about colleges, about having a website. He learned how to program his own website. Like, he's the kind of guy that was like, I will not be held down. Yeah. I, and and good looking guy, but 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 like from raw looked like Ross from Friends. Okay. And so he starts an open mic night at the Boston Comedy Club on Monday nights. And and it's a bringer show. So he's anyone comes there and he's our age. He's exactly our age, but he's doing a bringer show. Dimitri Martin, myself, Jordan Rubin, like all these guys did the show. And 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 then and then I get a deal with Will Smith. I come back. Then David J and I both get deals at CBS. And David J said, and I, I develop a sitcom about myself. David J thinks, and I would, he goes, all right, I bet if I write the character, my, my best friend character as Bert, if I write it for Bert, then I have a double chance of mine getting picked up because they're like, well, we've already got to deal with Bert. Why don't we just plug him into David J's sitcom and then we can kill two birds with one stone. Fucking genius. He does that. I audition and I cannot fucking act at all. Mm-hmm. Like I am like, Horrible. I and and they wrote it for me, and I'm just and I'm and I'm just not doing it right. I'm not doing it right. I go in, I read, and they're like that. And there's so many people, so much better. And David J keeps going, like bringing me back, bringing me back, bringing me back. Finally, they're like, uh, they're like, it's not gonna work. Like it's, I I apologize. And David J is like, I I really wish they'd let you test because I still think this is right for you. And I go, I know. So I, I go to dinner with Barry Katz and Vincent Nastry. And Barry says, sits down and he goes, he goes, so here's the deal, Papa. No one wants you to test. They don't think you're, you're going to do it. They don't think you're going to act, whatever. And he says, but I got you the test. And I went, but I don't want to go. I go. No one, no one wants me for the role. Like I, I, I've auditioned, I've read, I've done callbacks, I've been, I've done it for everyone. No one wants me for the role. And he goes, let me tell you a story about someone people didn't want. Hideo Nomo. Hideo Nomo comes out his first season and he throws a fucking no hitter. And he's the most valuable player. They got him for the Cy Young Award. Okay. Hideo Nomo is the biggest star. The next season, he does nothing. He does nothing and the team wants nothing to do with him. So they trade him to Boston, who doesn't even want him. Hideo Nomo pitches his first game. No one expects a thing out of him, especially the other team. Do you know what he Hideo Nomo did? And I said, no. And he goes, he threw a no-hitter because no one saw it coming. He goes, you walk in that room and you be Hideo Nomo. Tom, I walked into Fox and I destroyed my fucking test. And Fox called CBS and was like, Burt Kreischer's the guy. The whole thing I'm repeating, be Hideo Nomo. Be Hideo Nomo. I walk into CBS I walk in, Les Moonves sits down. I know all the people in there. Les Moonves goes, uh, Bert, David Jakes, I'm reading with David J. And David J's telling me, like, you killed it in Fox. What the fuck? Where did that come from? And I was like, no one expects anything out of me. I can just fucking come. It's like a sucker punch, right? Yeah. They think I'm going to suck. If I'm just a little bit better than suck, then it's amazing. Yeah. So I go into CBS. I go to do the test. And Les Moonves sits down. He goes, David J, Bert, good to see you guys again. And I go, I've never met you. And and everyone's like, what the fuck are you talking to the last movie? <laughs> and he goes, he goes, you've never met me? And I said, no, I'd remember that hair. And he goes, what? I said, you have a beautiful head of hair. And he's like, uh, okay. 
Uh, and David J is like frozen. He looks at me and he's like, what are you doing? And then I go, have you ever met David J? And he goes, I don't know. And David J goes, I've never met you before. <laughs> and Les Moomins goes, well, gentlemen, it's a pleasure to meet both of you for the first time. And I said, I said, why are you on that side of it? You should, you're good looking. You should be an actor. And everyone starts laughing and he goes, well, actually, Bert, I was an actor back in the day. Gentlemen, let's see this test. And we fucking murdered it. And I got the fucking part. And I was like, be a Deo Nomo. And I yeah. told, and so then I, I'm telling, I'm like, can I tell you, I'm talking like fucking Gary Goldman, Dane Cook, someone, I'm, and I'm like, who all represented by Barry. I go, can I tell you the best speech I ever got from Barry Katz? And they're like, Deo Nomo. And I went, he gave it to you too? And he's like, he gave it to everybody. <laughs> I was like, it was the most meaningful speech I ever got in Hollywood. Yeah. Oh. That's a good, it's like a coach. That's a good coach. I coach, I take coaching very well. Yeah. I take coaching very, like I can, if you give me a coach, I can exceed. Yeah. If you leave me to myself, I kind of just end up running around the field, throwing the ball in the air and catching it myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, man. I like coaches. What do you, are you, I saw you write down names. No, because you're talking about tests and I was like, do you ever hear this story? Did you, did you hear that no. story? Man, that was, that was wild. That it's, it's like known, but like that this was a show that was going and these okay. guys were were cast. What's was, the first name? Is is the first name what I think it is? The first name? You can read the first name, can't you? That name? That's the first name. No. What's that what's that word? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh I got that. Oh, I saw this one. I okay. saw that one. Yeah, I got that. And then yeah. And, and then, then this what's one. The, what's the last one? You can't read that? Show? I got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I was reading other words. Okay. Wait, tell me the tell me the story. The, so they had this was a show that was like supposed to be a big show and when they went to read not like to test the table read the the network and the the producers came and they did the table read and then the the people the the network went up directly to and said are you trying to ruin this Oh, I've been told that. Are you trying to fuck this up? Yeah. And they're like, no. And they're like, well, you are. Like, this is at a table read. Like, we're going to shoot it. And then said, like, well, told everybody, we're not going to be able to do this if, like, this piece of shit is the actor. And 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 then found out that it wasn't trying to do that. They were, they were just like, you suck. Like, told him. And, he, and clearly he doesn't. No, doesn't he doesn't suck. But they were like, you do suck. And there he was like, "All right, I'll try something else." And then they Whoa. saw him do something else, and they're like, "No, nah, you're terrible! Like you're, you're dude." That's fucking insanity. Yeah, I was told one time. I won't say anyone's name, and hopefully, no one can get this, get to find out the name. Hopefully, on that David J. Pilot. Yeah. So, uh, so Elliot Gould played David J.'s dad. And Elliot Gould was playing a blind guy, right? David J's dad's really blind in real life, mm -hmm. and uh, and he has a seeing eye dog. I think no, he didn't. He had Did you guys shoot this show? Yeah, we shot it. Yeah, we shot it. The we, pilot. Yeah, David J. Ha we we're going to do a li a live table read, a reenactment of this pilot if we can get Elliot Gould. But I don't think it's it's tough to get Elliot Gould. Liz Vassie played. Uh, Liz Vassie. Type in Liz Vassie. How how hopeful were you this was going to go? Oh, I was. I had, I put my eggs in that basket. You did. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I bought a brand new car right before it. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, was, oh, I was fucking pumped. I was like, this is it. X show had been canceled. This is the way Bert works out. Bert's lucky. 
Burke got, had the deal at Overbrook. It ran out, got a deal at CBS, got a TV show. The TV show gets canceled. That's okay. We're doing a pilot. All right. Awesome. Oh, this will go. This will go. This is my next. I'll be a millionaire in a week. Yeah. Um, and we do the shoot and then one scene just doesn't work. Right. So we're doing pickups. So they've let the cat, the audience go. We're doing pickups. Elliot Gould is, uh, is sitting next to me. I'm standing next to Elliot Gould. David Jay is on the chair and Liz Vassie, his wife walks in and goes, um, I'm sitting on the chair with Elliot, with David, me and David, are, David Jay are sitting on the chair. Elliot Gould's standing right behind me. Liz Vassie walks in and her line is, um, oh, we're, we're drinking beers. She goes, oh, you guys are drinking beers? Like a throw off. Like, you guys are drinking beers? And we're like, uh-oh. And she's like, can I have one? And my line is, sure. That's my line. Sure. And I'm supposed to say it, but it's not registering that I like her. Like, it's, I'm like, sure. You know, whatever. I'm yeah. not doing it right. And so they're like, let's try it another way. Can you just like, like sure, sis. And sure, come on. Yeah. Like, yeah. And we do it like nine different ways. It's like one o'clock in the morning and we're still trying to pick up this scene. And we've done it like nine times and Elliot Gould leans over. He's putting, mind you, he's playing a blind guy. He's got a cane mm-hmm. and sunglasses on. And he just leans into me and he goes, why don't you try to improv one? And I said, really? And he goes, yeah, nothing's working. Just what would you say? So she walks in. She goes, you guys having beers? Can I have one? And I go, is a duck's ass water tight? Take a beer. And everybody gets a big laugh in the room. And the guy that works on the show comes up to me, smiling, and he goes, hey, okay, all right, let's do, we're going to go back to the original one. We're going to go back to the original one. I want you to try it again. Sure. And then he gets real close to me. He goes, you're fucking me in the ass right now. You are fucking me in the fucking ass. And he gets up and he walks away. And Elliot Gould still has a cane, sunglasses on, leans back down. And he goes, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's brutal, dude. Dude, I'm so glad that... Uh, I'm so glad that that's not my life. Like the the the, the way yeah, the business acting, was yeah, back yeah, then, yeah, yeah, the way yeah. the business was back then. I'm so glad that's not a part of, that. I, that I didn't get caught into that. And then because you you Dude, wish for of, it. Think about if like if your career right now was your career, but it's from acting. It's still this like it feels like such an unpredictably unstable thing. Oh my god! <laughs> As opposed to stand up, it's not stand up <laughs> is like certain and forever. Like we realize you get you know there's popularity that comes and then it yeah. fades. And it's just the way it works. Yeah. But like with acting, it's like I, I feel like you. I feel like you have more control as a stand-up. Oh, I feel like I have much more yeah. control over yeah. my life. And for me, it's about control. I remember, I remember think, going into auditions, going, "I need this," and you're yeah. never going to get anything you need, right? And instead of going, instead of like where I am today, where I go, I don't, I'm not certain I want to do this. Yeah. And when you're not certain you want to do it, that's when they want you to do it. And then when, and then if they can convince you that you want to do it, then it's a fun time. Yeah. Like that's where I'm at right now, where I go. I just want to do stand up. That's all I really I want to do stand up in this podcast and my podcast and that's it. Yeah. Burkcast, two bears and this and I'm fucking good. Yeah. And if I, and if I come up with an idea like uh like that I want to do, that I get excited about, I, then I take it to people and if they don't want to do it, then I'll just make it on my own. Yeah. And then if a project comes our way, like the things we're working on, yeah. Then you get excited and you go, "Oh, yeah. it's going to be fun as fuck." And then you like the machine, I'm like, "Put me in Serbia for 3 months. I can't fucking wait." Um, I did a commercial one time where the guy goes, all right, uh, this guy's going to come in. I want you to like look at him and then kind of like react and then go back to like <laughs> eating cereal or something. And I was like, okay. And then he goes, uh, I did one and he was like, great. Now let's just, let's do it like three more times and just give us like different, just give us different, um, reactions. 
Yeah. And I go, okay. So he's like, action. And he's like, cut, action, cut. And then on the last one, he goes, great. You did it the same every time. Moving on. And I was like. <laughs> See, that's what I'm glad. I'm glad those like, guys don't work anymore. Fuck. Yeah. Like, I'm sure they are. I'm sure there are people like that. I'm sure if we call Kale, he'll be like, oh, no, this guy's that guy. But like that, you can stay away from those people. You know the auditions we used to do for commercials. They did an audition one time. Yeah, where the guy running it, he's just a fucking press record guy at the audition. He's like, "All right, here's the instructions," and and it's like a you know whatever. It's me and another actor, and then he's behind the camera adding lines, and we do it, and then he's like, "Let's do it again," blah, blah, blah. and then I do an improv line at the end. Like, I forget what it was. Yeah. But I, I improvise a line. And, like, the other actor laughs, and he laughs, and he was like, it's really funny. And then he hits record. He goes, you're being rude, okay? You're being rude right now. And I was like, what? Oh. And he's like, you're being rude. You stick to the script. This is not you for you to, to write. And I was like, okay. And all I knew, I was like, I just made this fucking dull thing funny, which... Mm-hmm. I might not get this part, but then you guys are just going to use my line when oh, yeah. you shoot the fucking thing anyway. I went in for a improv political comedy. It was an improv political comedy where it was we were following the a senator on a, on his thing, and I was I had to be his uh, the 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 role description was like greasy CD can't trust a tour manager of like, or like, you know, the, his side hand. Yeah. <clears throat> there was no lines for it. I was just supposed to improv it. And, um, and I decided to play the guy racist. Like I thought that would be funny. Right. <laughs> and I go, and I, and it's crazy because it's like, this is like the short sight sightedness of like, of how Hollywood can work yeah. is that had anyone seen it that worked with the network they might have liked it or if you had put this on the on the TV you might have liked it but it, I was I played it so good so good like I, the thing the guys here and I threw off the actors and I threw off all the because I was like I go look at the guy and he's like and he's like thank you thank you thank you and I go Ugh, look at the Mexicans and he's like what and I was like I was like there's like seriously I was, and I just started riffing, yeah. and I was like, Mexicans, black people, the gays, and I just, and all of the actors like froze, and they were like, the fuck are you doing? And I was yeah. like, improv. I'm, I'm improv, yeah, where the fuck are you guys? Yeah. And, and I was like, that's how you play, I don't know how to do CD when we're talking about an audience, yeah. they're like, I really want to get some money from these guys. Yeah. Like, and I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And, and then I remember the casting director, um, my buddy had had sex with her, and, <laughs> and she was like, and I got done. And I got done the scene and I looked at her and she was like this. I'll show, I'm going to tell you her name. I'm going to tell you her name because this is why it didn't go so well. Do I know her? Nope. But that's her name. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. And I was like, and then I, I didn't get a call back. I didn't get a call back at all. And I was like, I killed that. I killed the audition. And mm-hmm. I improv good with everyone. But when I do my improv, they And then they're like, you didn't get the part. And you're like, yeah, there's a bunch of Mexicans, blacks, and Jews. <laughs> there. Of course That's I didn't. who runs Hollywood. I mean, yeah. what are we going to do? Yeah. Huh? It's so crazy because I don't, I don't like mean people to work with mean people. And then you think how rough women must have had it when dudes were just straight up trying to fuck them and yeah. just sexually harassing them. And you're like, oh, I never had to worry about that. Yeah. Like, I just had to worry about dudes being dicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, I got to piss. Okay, go piss. Break. Okay. 
And we're back. And we're back. You're having another breakfast burrito. Another breakfast burrito. <laughs> I just saw myself skinny, and I don't think I like it. That's my new weight loss plan. Is I just don't. I decide not to like what I look like skinny. Maybe I just haven't seen it so much. It looks weird. It's like when you shave yourself, when you shave your beard off. Oof. That that did look weird. That April thing it kind of hurt my feelings. How 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 little did you weigh then? I don't know, like two twenty. Mm-mm. Yeah, two twenty. Gotta remember, I'm two fifty right now. Two fifty four. Nope. I'm done. I bet I'm not. I will be after I drink all this motherfucking water. I'm drinking a gallon a day. It's a tour bus challenge. It's a tour bus challenge? Yeah. So the deal is, if I don't drink a, a gallon a day, I give everyone on the tour bus 50 bucks. Okay. By the way. But they all have to drink a gallon a day. Also? So if they all drink a gallon and I don't drink a gallon, then everyone gets 50 bucks. But if I don't drink a gallon and say John Manns doesn't drink a gallon... Then no one gets the fifty bucks. So then they got to inspire each other to drink a gallon. Yeah, and hope that and hope that I forget. You don't. You don't have to crush it this early and this. You know what I mean? You could. What take, are you talking about? You could take. You could take the day to drink it. Are we talking about the water? Yeah. No, no. I like to do it at once. I like to do all the water at once, get it over with, and then get. I don't have to worry about it because what will happen is, if I, but if it back if you do it. How far day, along are you right now? Thirty three, sixteen. 30, I'm about 50, what's 33 plus 17? 16. That's no, 17, so it's 16.9. Okay. Is zero, I'm 50 ounces into my day. And you need about 160, right, for a gallon? No, no, one, one gallon's 120. 120? Yeah. It is, it is. Or 128? It is eight. Eight, 16, 16 ounces. Yeah, that's right. 128. Yeah. Yep. I just realized something. I just figured out something. What? I don't like drinking these fucking these things. I like drinking liquid deaths. Yeah, better. I drink liquid deaths, and they're and I can drink them better. And I don't have gas. So much air goes into my body from this that I have pain here every fucking night. I have pain here since I've been drinking these waters, and it's because of these goddamn bottles. They're not fucking. I'm done, man. When do we get in your new studio so we get our fucking liquid deaths? I think we'll be in there. Um, maybe we might be able to do one when when you. In November? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. The this the space will be ready. It, it matters if the tech is all ready by then. Okay. Um yeah, so I like to do this cuz if, if you don't if you don't drink them all in the morning or in the front part of your day and you're drinking them in between shows, you're got to piss in the middle of the show. Yeah. I don't want to fucking piss in the middle of the show. Yeah. Okay. What did I I was just telling a story about you. I was like, you know, where he drinks a bottle of water. I like ending it with water. Yeah, I see that. Do you do you sip it all throughout your show? No, you just kill it all at once. Usually, yeah. I mean, every once in a while, I'm like, oh, I actually need a sip of water. How much would I have to pay to put a liquid death in that hand? You didn't pay anything. Yeah, sorry. I'm gonna get liquid death. Start sending you those. Okay, those are my favorite waters. They're great. They're the and best. it does taste better out of that like can. It tastes so much fucking better. I agree, I dude. Agree. I tell you what, those guys slipped into my life on accident. Really? Yeah. You know, Colleen's son. You, know, you Colleen thought, you, thought you were buying beer. <laughs> I thought it was alcohol first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Colleen's son uh, worked with them. Colleen from the Omaha Funny Bone. Yeah. And he was like, hey, you're in San Francisco? Let me just drop off some liquid death. And we were like, we didn't know what it was. And so we I cracked one, or the white ones, and it was water. And it was like the biggest letdown in the world, thinking yeah. I was putting a beer in my mouth. Yeah. 
I think I might have poured it out. I was like, that's, don't ever do that to me again. But then Dave was like, no, the black ones are, are soda. And I was like, oh, we'll use them for Tito's and soda. And so we were using liquid death for Tito's and soda. And then, and then I started going like, I, I kind of liked having them around, you know? Yeah. I liked, and, and Isla was the one that was like, yo, what is that? And I was like, it's water. She goes, can I have one? And I was like, why? Well, yeah, of course. Why wouldn't you be able to? She goes, because it looks like a beer. People may think I'm drinking a beer. And I was like, no, you can have one. And she would walk around with it in her hand like, cool. Yeah. And I was like, nice. And then, I, and then one day, Liquid Death hit me up and they're like, hey, man, can we drop off like some cases of water to your house? And I was like, it was, I, was, I think it was during the pandemic. And I was like, of course. And they dropped off like 10 cases of water. And I drank a gallon of water that day. That night I took my blood pressure and it was fucking super low. And I Googled it. Nadav, you Google this, you'll see it. Dehydration makes your body believe it is in, is, is in hypertension. And so that is the number one cause of like people that have high blood pressure. Not the number one cause. A lot of it's lifestyle and all that. But but dehydration is a big deal. Yeah. So if you drink water, it fucking your your blood pressure gets normal. Yeah. And so that's why we're drinking a gallon a day. Are you, what are you? When you're. Yeah. Response, it's when you're dehydrated, your kidneys absorb water as they're passing. High concentration of vaccine can also collect blood cells and contract. What? By the way, can you read it? I can't fucking read these words. Yeah. In response, when you're dehydrated, your kidneys reabsorb water as opposed to passing it in urine. High concentrations of vasopressin can also cause your blood vessels to constrict. This can lead to an increase in blood pressure. Right. Okay. That's it. That's I don't know if saying. I said vaso. I don't know if that's how you say that. But um, All right. Anyway, want, why, want, when, how, how long have you been doing this? Well, like oh, two weeks. Two weeks? You're doing a gallon a day? And so I'm losing weight because I'm drinking a gallon a day. Sure. I'm losing weight and I'm feeling, I'm feeling better, but except, except sometimes if you eat a lot of sugar, your like, ring is jammed on your finger and you're like, it's like God's going, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. This thing's staying on. Yeah. And you lose weight and God's like, take it off. <laughs> take it off, man. Have a good time. So, so wait, oh. But you've been doing this for how long now? Uh, two weeks, a week. Two weeks. You are drinking a gallon. I've, I've been drinking a gallon a day. You always, you've been doing it for a long time. But I've been like actually making, keeping track of it. I keep track of it because of, of money. Right. I, I only do things if I can gamble on them. Like I don't find a lot of pleasure. Here's what's interesting about me, Tom. I don't draw pleasure from gambling. Okay. Like I don't, like when I go to the casinos... I don't draw pleasure from like, it's like say you do uh, Mohegan Sun or or yeah. was that what we what was the one we just did? There's Mohegan Sun is one. Which one we did? We just did though. We just both did the same. Oh, um, Borgata, Borgata, and you're doing and we've also at this point you've done also Hollywood the the Hollywood Hard Park. Rock Hard Rock uh, yeah the Hard Rock oh, I forgot I forgot it's the fucking. So nice with their upgrades really holy shit oh i can't wait they dumped a fucking fortune in there so here's where i here's where i'm i'm dead inside and i wonder where, how you feel about this you do a show like that you get your paycheck and then you pull out say if you told me when i was younger a thousand dollars to go gamble with i'd be fucking heart racing yeah yeah but for some reason i just don't feel it so what i'll do is because i i believe part of what the, they're paying you at these casinos is to make sure you're hanging out on the floor and getting people to gamble. So I'll go and I'll give the guys I work with, <clears throat> or in the Borgata, I had the cast of the machine with me. Yeah. And so I gave them each 100 bucks. I started breaking off 100 bucks to everyone. And I was like, gamble recklessly. Like, have fun. Yeah. Like, really have fun. It's not your money. 
I don't want you to take, walk away with it. I want you to lose it. But like, but I believed in my head. I was like, reckless betting is going to be good betting, yeah, right? Yeah. And they, they lost it so quick. So fast. They lost it so quick. The only person I've ever seen lo- lose money faster was my mom. I went to gamble the first time we went to Vegas with my family. Yeah. We sat down for blackjack. Have I ever told you the story? I don't think so. We sat down for blackjack, and I, I got out $600, and it was my mom, my sister, Leanne, my mom, both my sisters, Leanne and me, and I gave everyone $100, and my mom tore through that faster than anyone, and so did Annie and Cotty, and Leanne kind of was like, huh, so I, I'm like, fuck, so I give whatever I have left, you know, I give to them, and I still have my money on the table, and my mom gives it away again. Like right away. I mean, it's like, it's so quick, and I go, Jesus Christ. She goes, can you get more money? And I was like, yeah, 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 and so I go, but I'm broke at this time, right? I go. And I get like $200 and I go, here you go, mom. But mom, I don't. Pace yourself. Yeah. And she and so my mom puts down like $25 bet and loses it again. And it's and I'm, I go, mom, are you even counting the cards? And she goes, wait, are we playing him? I was like, who have you been playing? She's like, I've been playing all you guys. And I went. Do you know how this game works like, at you, all? Do you know how this works? And she goes, yeah, I thought. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. We're just playing this guy. And I was like, and my sisters go, wait, who are we playing? And I go, you guys, none of you guys knew we were playing the one guy. And they're like, we've all been playing against each other. And they were like, we were wondering why we were losing. We, we didn't want to speak up, but we thought one of us should win. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, I'm never gambling with you guys again. By the way, in that same day, I have so many good gambling stories. In that same day, in that same day, I'm going to say the guy's real name. Okay. okay? Uh, in that same day, I'm, I, my dad, my dad convinces me to shave my beard and we go to this beard place and I go, How does he convince you? he goes, uh, he, he's like, your beard looks like a mess. And he's like, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I'll give you, I'll pay for your room and everything for you and the girls. Just let's go in and get a nice clean shave. And I said, well, I don't want to shave all. He goes, shave it into a goatee for Christ's sake. But this, the beard is a mess. He goes, nice straight razor shave. And the guy fucking <laughs> shaves my face. The worst I've ever had in my life, Tom. It happened to me at a casino too. It happened to me at a casino he too. He shaved a circle, like right here, <laughs> a circle. Do you know what happened to me? I was in, uh, I was in a, some casino, and it was with family, like parents, sisters, yeah. and my beard was. And they have a barber shop, and I sit down and I go, I just want to trim it up. Yeah. To me at the time, what I meant was, it's super bushy. Yeah, like trim it up, bring it down. We got to talk about beard grooming. This guy, fucking, you know what he does? What? He he gives me one of these so that the cheek is exposed, and then here, and then down here, and so all this is exposed. And I and then I look and I'm like, (laughs) I go, what did you do? And he goes, I gave you a trim. Yeah, that's that's a now you got a nice. You got a nice beard. And I go, this is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I look, I looked like a, it looked like a period piece. Like I was. <laughs> That's what like, I looked like. Yeah. I looked like a gunslinger from Wyatt Earp. Oh, yeah. I just had a circle of hair on my face. I looked like I just, like I was going to go tend to the, my farm. Yeah. You could see my double chin under it. Like you could see my chin and then my double chin. And he, and he gets done and I am horrified yeah all i want to do is get rid of this what your dad say and my dad's like that looks really bad that looks re- i gotta i gotta call leanne leanne I, I'm, I'm fucking my memories are horrible but 
It was so bad, Tom. We have an actual picture of it because we had to go to the aquarium. We had a time to go to the aquarium. And I was like, I need to go to my room and get rid of this. <laughs> and, and, and my dad's like, buddy, you look fine. And I was like, no, I don't. Dad. I look like ridiculous. Leanne's like, that's not a good look. So we're walking to the aquarium and I'm fucking, I'm like, I'm like literally hiding my face. I'm so embarrassed. And I see a guy I haven't seen since college, Doug. And I'm like, oh my God. And I get excited because I recognize him. And he's by a roulette table and he's like this. I go, Doug. And he goes, hey, hey, huh, huh. And I go, Doug. And he just turns around and I go, Doug, it's Bert. And he goes, yeah, I know. I go, Doug. And he goes, I just lost a thousand dollars. I go, hey. And then he goes, what happened to your face? <laughs> and I just go, oh, we just walked to the fucking aquarium. We have a picture of us at that aquarium. And I is my, I have a circle on my face. Yeah. And then I shaved this area yeah. and trimmed this and it looked, and then I had that like, that like uh, I sell snake oil look, you know, yeah. like, like a mm-hmm. kind of guy. And then I just <laughs> let it start growing out from there. I was like, oh, this is the worst. <laughs> Wait, another gambling story. Okay. Uh, I was just telling this to someone the other day and I, and I, I might need actual verification. I might have to call Pete. I got to hook up with my buddy Pete. <laughs> That's not a word. So, so we go to Cowheads Cruise, Who's right? Your buddy Pete. Pete. He lost his virginity to the song Monster Mash. Okay. And what does Pete do? Um, he sells cars. Oh, oh. He, okay. get, he gets cars for like hockey players. Oh. He, he finds you hard to get cars, and then he sells them to people. Okay. He's a guy. Remember a long time ago, I did a. Uh, I did a video in front of a Porsche over Sober October. Yeah, and you were in Florida? Yeah, that's yes. his place. Okay. Yeah, how have you not hooked me up with Pete yet? Uh, I don't know. I, he's the best. We was looking for, he was looking for an old car for me. But I need, oh, I yeah. need his, he may need to hear the story to, to keep me on track. Okay. You know, I like to, on, on a story like this, it's important because it was really bad. So we were playing craps. And I am on a tear. Mm-hmm. All right, Pete's not answering. He'll call me back. I'm on a tear. We're on Cowhead's cruise, so it's Pete, me, Cowhead. I want to, I want to say Bobby Kelly, but I, I don't think it was. But we're, we're on a tear. We're doing. Everyone's around because it's Cowhead's cruise. Everyone's around, and I'm rolling dice, and I am, I'm talking, 15, 20 minutes. I'm hitting numbers, and the whole table's winning, and we are stacking cash, just literally lining it up to the next row, lining it up, and we are fucking on a tear. And I'm talking shit. I'm drunk. I'm I'm fucking loud as fuck. I go to I go to grab the dice, and as I go to roll, the stick guy hits my hand as I go to roll, and the dice fall out, and it's a seven. And everyone's like, "What the fuck?" And immediately people start grabbing their cash. No, 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 can't do that. Can't do that. Sorry. Um, and. He's like, no, 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 seven, no bad roll, bad roll, everybody out, craps out. And they start pulling cash, and Pete loses his fucking mind. He goes, you fucking, you jinxed him. You hit him with the fucking stick. You're not allowed to touch someone's stick. And he goes, I didn't hit him with the stick. I did not hit him with the stick. And we're like, bullshit, fucking bullshit. And Cowhead's there, and we're like, fuck, we need a manager. We need a manager right now. So they come over. This guy gets up, walks away, walks in the back, right? Manager comes up, and we're like, Pete's like, he was rolling, Pete's from Chicago, so he's like, yeah, he was rolling, 
and he took the fucking stick and as he rolls it he smacked him and the lady goes there's no way that happened he goes it fucking happened she goes there's no way that happened and he goes no he was on a burner and he fucking went and he hit him with the stick and that guy fuck him i want him fired i want him fucking dead i want him to come out and i want him to apologize to my fucking face because i lost money and he better apologize to him and this and she's like that didn't happen that didn't happen and pete goes you got fucking cameras go watch the fucking cameras so they go and watch cameras and then she comes back and she goes we watch cameras that didn't happen and he goes you're fucking lying now you have to apologize and and and, and we're and we're like and by the way there's like 20 people there was a lot of people that tried, everyone wants their money back and he's like you're fucking lying you don't have the video you're fucking li- everyone saw him hit him with a stick now you got to apologize and the woman's like i'm not apologizing and he's like I want a fucking manager. And then he's he's like, this cruise is my buddy Cowheads. And Cowheads standing there. And Cowheads like, Cowheads like, yeah, this is really fucked up. He hit him with the stick. So the, so they go, we're not going to apologize. So the guy hit me with the stick. He goes over and starts uh, dealing at 21. And Pete goes over to the table and goes, everybody up. Everybody up. Money up. This guy's bad luck. Key, key, key. He's bad luck. He's going to fucking, he's got the jinx. You're going to lose all your fucking money. And everyone just lifts their money up, right? So they move him to another table. Pete goes over. He goes, hey, everybody up. This guy's bad luck. Ching, 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 ching. <laughs> so everyone's, so they come over to Pete. They're like, hey, you can't do that. And he goes, oh, I'm going to do it all fucking night long. I'm not going to gamble. I'm going to chase that guy around until he, got, he, he apologizes. You apologize. So then a dude comes out. Dude goes, um, we they, we couldn't access the access the video when you asked us to, uh, and uh, and she did not uh, watch the video. Pete's like, so you lied to me. She goes, sir, I was just simply saying. He goes, no, no, no. It, it starts with I'm sorry, and then and then tell me you lied to me. She goes, I'm, and he goes, no, oh, oh, and he just walks away. And so the manager comes back over to Pete and he goes, we've watched the video. He hit him with a stick, and Pete goes, there's only one thing happened. Me and him. They're coming over and they're going to apologize <laughs> and, and they're going to say they're sorry and they're going to admit what they did wrong. And so the fucking lady comes over and she goes, sir, I'm sorry. I lied. I did not watch the video. I lied to you. And he's like, you're forgiven. <laughs> they bring the guy over and the guy goes, oh, I'm sorry. And Pete goes, I don't accept it. <laughs> and the guy goes, the guy's like, the guy's like, oh, oh I don't care. And then he goes, no, 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 that's not how an apology works. You say you're sorry, and I got to feel it. That's how it works. And I'm like, I'm with Pete. We're both of us are losing our fucking minds. He, I go, and but by the way, Pete is a guy who brokers car deals, right? So yeah. he knows how to fucking negotiate. Yeah, he's an animal. He's an animal. And yeah. so he's like, he goes, say it again. And the guy says it again. He goes, nope, still not taking it. One more time. And he got the guy to finally be like, I am so fucking sorry. <laughs> I am fucking sorry. In the country I grew up in, they have a stick. We hit a hand. I tried to jinx him. He was on a burner. And he admitted everything. He admitted everything. And Pete's like, all right, now we can go back to gambling. Holy shit, dude. dude. Yeah, I wish Pete had been here to fucking, he, I'm sure Pete's recollection's a little more tender. <laughs> but I man, I, rem- I remember him going, he goes, so you lied to me. Now you got to apologize too. <laughs> I was like, yes. and they ended up watching the video. They ended up watching the video, and the guy, came, the big manager, came out and he goes, "I have watched the video. He did hit his hand with the stick. It was the fucking worst." Jesus Christ! So excited. <laughs> There's beans in that. What does that mean? You're eating There's vegetables? Beans. Yes, vegetarian. <laughs> Well, mine is way less dramatic, but way more embarrassing. Wait, wait, going to be so much better. Let me hear it. So i i had I had heard about like people just making crazy money playing craps. 
and I was like, how do the fuck? I, I was like, what, how, what's the game? Because the only game I had really played was blackjack, which, you know, I'm like, okay. So I go one time and I have an agent who loves craps at the time. And I'm in Vegas. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm playing craps, man. I love, you know, he's like, and he's telling me, and I'm, I'm like, I don't understand anything that, that just happened right now. The betting on the high low, let me get a yoga, and then, like all this pull down, hook it on the three, two, and I'm like, what? And then, <laughs> yeah. like, someone throws, and then they're like, here you go, here's cash. I go, I have no idea why you want. I, I, don't, I don't get any of this at all. So I get, I'm kind of like bummed out that I don't understand the game. I'm like, I don't understand this game. I don't understand why people are making money, what, how, how the betting works. Yeah. And, and there's betting within bets and like all, all this is crazy shit. So like, I don't know, maybe uh, six months later, I'm in Montreal for the Just for Laughs Festival, right? The big comedy festival. Yeah. And everyone, you know, like everybody who in comedy ends up at these things. Mm-hmm. All the comedians, all the agents. And there's a there's some casino there. And I had Do, done- you know strippers are going to give you hand jobs? Really? Keep going. I think they can suck your dicks too. Keep going. They could probably do that anywhere. Oh yeah, keep going. Um, right, if they want to. They offered me and Steve Byrne blowjobs and hand jobs. We're like, where was this fucking three years ago? Yeah, we're married, and we just left after, um, our, after our blowjobs. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> we went to uh, this casino, and I'm like, yeah, I don't really know how this game works. And Dave Becky, who's like a big manager in comedy. Is like he's like oh you want he's like you want me to show you, and I'm like yeah but I don't understand he's like here put he a picture of Dave Becky I don't know who that I know I know his name but I don't know what he looks like so he gives me like some he gives me some of his chips yeah and I had, I had done a set so I'm like um he looks just like Louis C.K. <laughs> oh that's Louis that's Louis so he he gives me like some of his chips and I I'd, I'd had a good set so it was like uh like, yeah man that was that was a good set oh you know I'll talk to. <laughs> whatever executive for you about something and you're like feeling kind of good like you're you know doing well in this insane business that we're in yeah and he's like here and he gives me some chips and he's like now what you want to do is and he's like explaining me the game put these here and he goes and then, and then he i forget the terms but he's like and he also wants a high low on a yokum three yeah. five four and i'm like yeah scraps scraps crap. yeah i'm like yeah uh-huh and then Somebody rolls and um, give me two dollar yo. Yep, and I'm like, don't know what that means. I still don't understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. And then they go, you roll, and I'm like, me? I'm like, I don't even, know. I don't understand what's happening. Yeah. And he's like, you're good, you're fine. He's like, you have this bet and this. Like, go ahead. And I go, okay. And so everyone's standing around, and I'm leaving out the fact that the table is active, and like, and and people are making money. So people are like, there's like, there's a vibe. Uh-huh. At this table, and oh, yeah. Dave, Dave is like one of those people that attracts. He's like a human magnet in a way. Really, like people just start coming around. They're like, "Oh, Dave's here." Yeah. So like other comics, he's a big manager, huge man. He manages Kevin Hart and like yeah. Bill Burr and all these like big names. So these other people come around and they're like, "Oh, what's up?" Dave? And there's he's and he's cool. He's like he's just naturally cool. He smoke weed. I don't know. Oh, yeah. He probably has. Um. So everyone's gathered around and they. They go, I go, they go, just roll the dice. And I go, okay. And I throw them off the table. <laughs> and and I go, oh, I'm sorry. Everyone goes, you shouldn't have done that. Oh, because you just put the, the pin on it. Not only that, they can't find the dice that I threw. So <laughs> then I go, should I go get, they go, just fucking stay here. And they start looking around and they're like, where did you throw them? I go, I just, 
I thought I was throwing them to the end of the table, and I threw them off a, off the second floor. <laughs> Where, how did you do that? I just went like that, and and they went off the second floor down to the first floor of the casino. And they were like, so they had to put the game on pause. Then you have people going like, hey, man. And they're like, who is this asshole? People are like asking who I am. Yeah. That, uh, I just realized Pete doesn't know this is my new phone. I'm going to text him. Oh, text him, text him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to know how wildly different his. Oh, he knows his. Hey, it's Bert. FaceTime me. I'm on Two Bears, One Cave talking about you. Sure, he's gonna Zen Motorsports is the name of his company. Zen, yeah. If you're into if you're into cool cars, okay. Pete can hook you up. Zen Motorsports. He does like he does a bunch of shit and he does wraps and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, why don't I get my car wrapped? Do it. A wrap is pretty cool, right? Yeah, you can do it, and you can. Have like, a can whole... I get a candy coated wrap? You can. Hey, you can pull up candy coat wrap. <laughs> a candy coat wrap. Hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. okay. Okay, connecting, connecting. It says Wi-Fi. Connecting, 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 connecting. Come on, Pete. Maybe I'll just try calling him. He had COVID. Hmm. Early on. Yo. Hey, what's up? It's Bert. I'm trying to FaceTime. It won't work. What are you doing? Here's voice? Yeah. Okay, this is the best. I'm, uh, my, you, I, it's, you must be your Wi-Fi because I'm on Wi-Fi. And it, I, I, I was getting you, but I couldn't get you. Um, so I'm telling Segura the story. How you of, doing? How you doing, Pete? Hey, do you know you know Tom hey, Segura, man, right? You, Good man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, by the way, the, the accent. Am I doing the accent accurate? Accurate. You're doing a pretty good job. Yeah. So, Pete, I'm telling him the story of when we were playing craps. Oh, I got the video. You got the video. I got the video. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Oh my God! I believe you got the best part of the story. I believe you got the best part of the story. What's, wait, what do you oh have on video? Wait, Pete videotaped them watching the footage, right, Pete? Yeah. Well, I, I videotaped them coming to us telling us we couldn't video. He said, what do you mean we can't video? Yeah. And then we were videoing, and then he was like, I, he's like, I can video the whole thing. And then we videotaped, oh, my God, Pete, I've got to get that to Tom. So I, how accurate am I in saying that uh, I we were on a burner? And I went to roll the dice, and he hit my hand with the stick. He accosted you with the stick. <laughs> he, he accosted you like a penguin in a Catholic school, <laughs> cheating, you cheating. Yeah, and then and then they denied it. You remember we we made him apologize. We we made we they denied that it happened. They said they watched the video and it didn't happen. And you go, you're lying. You didn't watch the video because we all knew it happened. And you made her apologize, and you made the guy apologize. Do you remember going table to table when he would sit down? Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We said, nope. We said, either you, he leaves or we leave. Yeah. And they, they made him leave because <laughs> there was way too much money on the table. Oh, we were we fucked that guy. And then we made him apologize. And he was not from a country where men he apologize. Do that. And he did apologize? apologize. He totally apologized, oh, right? fucking right he did. Oh, you're fucking right he did. What about the female manager? Female manager apologized to Pete, too, because Pete goes, she goes, sir, we've watched the video, and he didn't hit him with a stick, and Pete's eyes lies up, and he goes, you're lying. Now you got to apologize, too. (laughs) The female... (laughs) Dude, you got to hang out with Pete next time you're in Tampa. Okay. (laughs) Pete is the funnest. Yeah.
Okay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was just telling him. hit you with the stick and you go, what are you doing? You're hitting me. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and I crapped out on that roll. And he, you, you got to get that video. 16 straight rolls. We were on a burner and we were all making money. God damn it. That was so much fucking fun. And remember, and remember we were talking in a hat so that their cameras couldn't see us talking to each other? <laughs> <laughs> Mark took his hat off, and I had a hat on, and we're talking in our hats to each other like like the, like the catcher just came to the mound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best. Oh, man, if there's an apocalypse, Pete, I want to be with you. <laughs> hey, you got any hot cars for Tom? Amazing. You got any hot cars for Tom? Yeah, we got the new Escalade. We got... Uh, New Lamborghini Urus. We got. Uh, let me see. Hold on. I'm looking out here. We got a couple of Range Rovers. We got. Uh, yeah. All right. I'm gonna set. I'm gonna set you and I'm gonna set you and Tom up. Hey, I'm in Tampa tomorrow. Tonight. I get to Tampa tonight. Yeah, that's what I heard. I want to come see you Thursday. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'll see you Thursday. We'll hang out. Okay. I'm gonna text you the video right now. You gotta show Tom the video. Yeah. I'll text you. The, thank you. Oh, thank please you. Thank do. You, thank please you, thank do. You. Thanks, Pete. All right. Bye. Okay. Tom. okay. Right. Did I? Did I not? I, that's the one I gotta say. This might be your most verified story ever. Yeah, yeah. We I, look. I have a tendency I, when I tell a story. We've talked about this. Yeah. When I tell a story, I want I want you to feel mm-hmm. what I felt. Yeah, and what it, I what I feel sometimes is bigger than what happened. Right. Because like, I'm I'm a very sensitive person. Yeah. So when and and with this story, this story, I for, totally forgot about this story. I did not let down. Yeah. Because Pete was so fucking. He's that fucking stocky chicago no no and it was and it was dude i'll see i'll see when he gets to god i hope this video comes in um but yeah that was the fucking i love having people like that on 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 your in your corner yeah he's you could tell he's a great guy um so a few episodes ago uh we brought some of your crew in here that's on tour with you they were those fucking backstabbers let me tell you something do you know what it is? You, you ever you ever get your mom on stage, your dad on stage, and then the, and they say something like crazy, and you're like, like I remember, I remember uh, when I worked at Travel Channel, they were like, "Hey man, you got to be very careful with what you say on stage." And I was like, "Oh, okay." And like, you know, really, really careful. And then I brought someone from Travel Channel on stage, and they're like, they're like fucking Mexicans, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Are you? And then he's like, "I just got nervous. I didn't know what to do." Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think those motherfuckers that are in the other room right now. Uh, just were like getting on the mic and they got the hot flashes. Yeah. I don't, sh- I don't put on a show. Yeah. That fucking language, put on a show, has I've never put on a show. However, however, I have have reassessed some of my behaviors. Okay, for instance, party showers aren't a thing anymore. Okay, it's like you remember party showers. Party showers. If someone's showering, you can get in there quickly. Also, also. yeah, and then you, shower. You say party shower. Party shower, and they can't deny it. And yeah. then and they just got to yeah. shower with you. They got to shower with you. So we don't do party showers anymore. I put party shower on fucking line, so I've already me tooed myself, yeah. and then um, and uh, and I and I there was and that's all really because everything else I like if I get naked I, I get naked in the back of the bus, but I'm not gonna close the fucking door to get naked. I don't get naked in front of them. I get naked in the in the bathroom to take. A, I always shower in the bus, right? So I don't shower in the venue. So but what hasn't it? You said it, you you had uh, you evolved that you you told someone. I, today, yeah. I was in the hotel room, and Peter came in to wake me up and get pack, pack my room. By the way, Peter's fucking invaluable. He's the fucking greatest. Yeah. I, don't let him know. That. I guess I'm telling him now. Yeah. But like, he fucking comes in, brings me breakfast, brings me a coffee, starts packing up all the dildos and all the fucking butt plugs. 
And if, I mean, what kind of a fucking home run hitter do you have there? Yeah, yeah. Who's packing up sex toys for you in a yeah. nondescript bag? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I was, and I'm, I sleep naked. I always sleep naked because I'm a fucking man. And so, yeah, yeah, I sleep naked and I don't wear underwear. And you always sleep naked. I always sleep. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. If I'm on the road, I, I no, I take that back. On the tour bus, I sleep in sweatpants. Cause I don't. I'm usually drunk, so I just pass out. <laughs> but. If I'm in a hotel room, it's naked. How if I'm at home, home, it's naked. 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 Yeah. And so, especially now the girls are older, I, you know, no, because when they were younger, there was a chance they get in bed with you. They yeah. don't come into your room at all anymore. Oh, right, right. And so, um, so I'm back to sleeping naked. So I'm sleeping naked. Peter wakes me up and I go to take a shower and it's just, a, it's an open aired room and he's doing work. And I was like, and I alerted him. I said, Peter, how correct is this story? I said, Peter, I am naked. I'm going to take a shower. Uh, I'm giving you a heads up. And he said, thank you. And then, by the way, I think it's fucking generational. I just, I mean. So wait, what I, happened? Then you, what? Uh, and then I kind of shut the door because I couldn't shut it all the way. And Why couldn't you shut it all the way? It's heavy as fuck. And my hands were wet and slippery and whatever. And so, so I took a shower and. Uh, here's a video. Oh okay, hold on. Hang on. So. Um, Is there any way you can send this to Nadav real quick? Yeah. Can we, can we do that? It's going to be better than this, you know? Nadav, text it to you. Yep. Let me let me pee while you do that. <laughs> My lasting point mm-hmm. about bus nudity. Yeah. Is it, I do believe it is generational. Yes, you but you mentioned this. Yeah. Yeah. You feel like all kind of nudity, right? Like male nudity is? Male nudity because I feel like the way I was brought up, you were not supposed to be you being naked in front of another guy was not a thing. Right. No, I guess it is. Maybe maybe that's because of um homosexuality wasn't like popular mm-hmm. and or it, accepted or accepted and yeah. so then they were like if you make it a thing then you're different right and so no one wanted to be different so everyone was just cool with it maybe there was a lot of people that were ashamed of their bodies that didn't want to be naked in front and, of people and you were totally cool with it always no I, I don't think any boy ever was cool with it at the beginning but then you just as you become you get older very very i'm very comfortable with being naked yeah. in front of anybody i don't care like i don't have a problem being naked at all yeah I'm not. I'm kind of jealous of that. Really? Like, yeah. Your your body acceptance. Yeah. I I actually like. It's funny. I I, I see pictures of my body and I'm like gross, but at time. But it, when I see my body in the mirror in the morning, I get really excited. I go, Oh, you look good, man. It's crazy. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Every time I wake up, I go, hey, You look good, man. I don't know what you're talking about. Really? Yeah. You have, so do you have a very positive self image then? I do. Throughout the day, I start to fall apart. When I when I start doing actions like eating three breakfast burritos in the four, technically, in the morning, I start going, "What are you doing?" And then I and then I actually feel fat. I feel it. Right. And so, um, but yeah, and, and in the mornings, I I always look at myself sideways to see how how bad my belly is. And it, every morning, it looks good. I think it's I've been laying sideways or on my back, and so it's just been pushing down. And I and I and I also I realized at a the same way we were talking about thinking about how many people are talking about you. Yeah. I think that's the same thing with dicks. Like if, if you get naked, if you're the first guy naked in like a locker room or if you get naked in a locker room, you, I think when you're young, you think everyone's looking at my dick. They're yeah. going to see how small it is. Yeah. What you don't realize is no one's looking at your, their, your dick because they're afraid you're looking at their dick. Right. So everyone's got their eyes up here and it's a respect thing. Yeah. And so, and so when you get naked, I just don't, I assume people don't look at my dick. In, in in that kind of situation, and then you realize there are guys who, whatever, being naked in front of people, 
makes them very unco- makes them uncomfortable. Yeah. And so then your comfort with your own body makes them uncomfortable. My point is we have no problems with nudity on the bus now. No party showers. No and party you, showers. And you're also closing doors. Not closing doors technically because they're broken. Okay. We broke the doors. But you're also, but you're saying I'm going I, to I'm, be naked. I'm, yeah, I, I let people know I will be getting naked. Now, as opposed to like what I do is I, I just get off stage and go to the back, drop my pants, and they'd be getting on the bus. I just drop my pants, put on sweatpants. I wasn't going to be like, hey, guys, just so we know, I'm getting naked right now. But now I do that because that's the fucking world we live in. Mm. Yeah. And guys like John Manns stab you in the fucking back. Did he hear that? He's asleep. Yeah. He's your camera guy? Yeah, he's a camera guy. He's in a lot of the videos we shoot. How's the camera guy in the videos? That's curious, huh? (laughs) He gives the camera to Peter and he goes, can you shoot this? I want to do this activity too. (laughs) But he does, he does a lot of really cool specialty shots, like when you're on stage, getting off stage, drone shots, jib shots. He does a lot of really cool shots. And then and then he also has the camera for most of the filming. There was that really cool camera he handed me yesterday, the little handheld. I think it was rad. The DGI. I don't know what that is. Yeah. yeah it's, a, it's fucking, they're badass, man. He says they're out of Asia. I went to the store in Denmark. They have a store. I think they're a Danish company. I don't think he knows what he's talking about. Okay. You should see the pictures. He goes rock climbing. You should see the pictures he takes when he goes rock climbing. Pull up John Manz's Instagram. Could you? Yeah, what is that thing, man? <clears throat> Dude, those are fucking bad. It's the DJI Pocket. I might get a new one of those. I had one and That's I lost so cool. it. cool. And then how do you get the footage from that? Like, what do you do? Is that a card or? It's like, a card. Yeah, the little card goes in there and you put it in your computer. That's fucking And so it shoots right. fucking amazing. Really? He puts that on a fucking jib arm. When we were in, uh, in Green Bay, he puts that on a 40-foot arm, controls it with his camera, and does a fucking jib shot revealing I the want one of fucking these. stadium. I want one of these. Yeah. Um, oh, do we? can we watch the footage? Yeah. All right, All now. Right. Let's set this up. Let's set this up. And let's you, also be aware, I do not know what I say in this. So we may have to, like, we just, we may have to, we may have to cover our asses. We may think, have to, we may have to, yeah. by the way, blur this guy's face also. Do we, do you think we may have to, is this going to be like the improv where you played racist? No, no, no. Okay. If anything, so, I'm gonna look like a cunt. I'm gonna okay. look like a fucking baby. So, but you gotta remember, a lot of no, people are on I, this table. I, I'm with you on this because I, 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 if you're highly emotional, you actually set it up very well as to what happened, and, and it sounds like it was verified, which is that you were playing craps and the dealer hit your hand with the the cane with the stick. And, and then and then refused to admit that he they, hit my hand. They, and then the, another person came and lied about it as yeah. well. So this is you guys after both of those incidents talking to somebody. This is I think this is the first apology where I said where Pete wasn't accepting it. I think okay. And then they found I'm, out we were recording. And I'm they asked to stop, stop actually recording. super excited to hear to see this. How long ago is this? It's got to be. I, I can actually tell you the date. I bet the dates on the on the on the footage, right? It could be. Are we um, talking ten years? 2016. Okay. Okay. All right. September. Three cards at the table. Hey, you, it's me, me, hey, 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 hey. Joey. We can't get this guy near me, though. It depends on how serious. Okay. Well, do you want me to run the table? Yes. I'm running now. Oh, are you recording it? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, do it sideways. Do it sideways. So, so it's HD and we can, we can put, put it on a flat screen. Down. Yeah. This is Cal Hitch's brother. Get a wide, get a wide. Down there and get, yeah. Yeah, I'm just running. Pull back, pull back, and record a wide. Oh, here he comes. 
Oh, they're not there yet. Okay. Sorry about that. Just an but you shouldn't have stopped the roll. So I told you I was holding the guy. Okay. So you're you're saying you should have stopped the roll. Not stopped the roll. You stopped the roll, but you should you're saying that it was just, you should have stopped the roll. It's a longer time I have to stop. So, but you're saying you should have stopped the roll. What's that? You cannot I can. I actually can. That's the one. It's not recording. No, it's not. Are you, are you throwing me out? No. Okay. I don't want to be involved in this, but there is no recording. Are you telling me to leave? I'm telling you to stop recording. You're telling me to stop recording? All right, tell me to stop recording. Stop recording, please. Please, or I have to stop recording? Please, stop recording. Do Why are you to? looking for trouble? We're looking for trouble? Why are you looking for trouble? With me. I'm not looking for trouble for you. There's an, in, there's an injustice here, and you know it. I don't want to be involved in this. I just want you to stop recording because there is no recording in the casino. Is that it? What? It's really good. I'm really into it. <laughs> I was like, I was uh, totally taken by the, the the setup made this so fun. I was like. I'm so mad at that beautiful woman that said to stop recording. Yeah. It's, what's interesting is so that I, I probably don't show their faces so don't get sued. But that is the woman who said that she did not. There there was nothing that was wrong. This one that's in nope, frame nope, now. Nope. Nope. Not the one in front. The one that's next to him right there. Yeah. That one said I watched it. He didn't touch your hand with the stick. And Pete goes, no, 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 no. Now you're lying. Now you have to apologize also. And this is right here. Right here is when she she lied to us. He goes, I did nothing. I, he kept saying, I did nothing. I, I didn't even hit you with the stick. B goes, so you're saying you didn't hit you with the stick. You're saying you didn't hit him with a stick. He's, and, and Peter's just, he's just fucking hammering him. And and then she said, nothing happened. We recorded all that. And then Pete was like, I'm, and so they put him on another table. And that's when Pete went over to the table. And he's like, nope, everybody up. Let's go. He's bad luck. No one wants to gamble with this guy. He's bad luck. And everyone just got up. And then he goes to another table. And we all moved to that table. And Pete goes, all right, everybody up. He's bad luck. Duh. And then... And then the big guy came out and he was like, okay, everyone here's lying. They didn't watch the video. They didn't watch any fucking video. I can't believe they admitted that. I can't yeah. believe that guy admitted that. That's, it, that's actually the part of the story where I'm like, really? Yeah. And then, and then that woman came out and apologized and that man came out and apologized. And, and, that's, and by, by the way, that's all we said we wanted. We didn't say we wanted our money back. We didn't say anything. We wanted him to admit that he had done wrong yeah. and say, I'm sorry. And then, I mean, ultimately, I think at the beginning, we're like, who told you? Was it in a earpiece? Did someone say, hey, man, this guy's on a burn. Let's fucking shut him down. And by the way, what are the odds that he does hit my hand with my is my hand with a stick? And I roll a seven. I mean, what's fucking crazy, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I, there's no way they thought that would have happened. No. And so. Um, it's outrageous. It's outrageous. And all we said, we don't want anything. We just want an apology. Yeah. That's it. Apology and admit you were wrong. And no one would do it. And then the guy came out and he was like, they were all lying. He's being talked to. He will not be on the floor for the rest of this cruise. You will not see him again. Um, and he's going to come out and apologize. And he came out, and she came out too. She goes, I'm sorry. She ended up saying to Pete, I think, I'm sorry that I, I misled you and said that I watched the video when I did not. And then that guy came out, and he was like, I'm sorry. That That's I great. Because the guy came in. Can I tell you what this is like the best version of? What? Reality TV. This is like a great episode of reality TV where there's like a storyline and they come back from the break and you're like, is he going to fucking apologize? Like yeah. it's, it's one of those. Maybe I should get into more Karen like 
episodes yeah. tell you about them and then have someone record them. It's pretty great. I wish, you know which one I ha- wish we had? What? The woman at Red Rocks that told me I'm a nobody. That was a good one. Wait, she worked there? We were leaving Red Rocks at Jimmy Buffett and we had a- Wait, we, you're leaving his show? Yeah, Jimmy Buffett's show and we were allowed to go backstage. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we had a, a, a separate exit because I performed there the night before. I'm not trying to say that I pulled some sort of flex. Yeah. I performed there the night before so we had a different entrance an exit, so we didn't have to go through the the en- yeah. main entrance. And our sprinter van was there, and I went, and there was this lady. I have no nothing against this lady, and I and I told her I don't blame what she said, even though it was very mean. She, I said, uh, we need to go down these stairs. She goes, you can't go down the stairs, just for artists. And I said, oh, I, I performed here last night. Oh, that's our sprinter van. They're all with me. And she's like, no, you didn't. And I said, no, I actually did perform here last night. She goes, you didn't. You're nobody, and you're never going to perform here. So just keep walking. And my manager, Judy Brown, lost her fucking she was there. mind. What did you just say to my client? And she's like, keep going. And the woman was being mean. And then I, Leanne lost it, Judy lost it, and then I stepped in. And I said, can we please, oh, Judy's like, I need to see a manager immediately. And then a manager showed up, and he was like, oh, what's up, Bert? And then the woman, the woman's like, you know him? He was like, he was here last night. And then the woman's like, oh, my God. <laughs> I really fucked this one up. I just told the guy that performed at Red Rocks he's a nothing. He's a nobody. And he'll never perform here. He's a liar. And he pulled her off to the side. Every, everyone was like, my friends were upset. It was the way she handled it was so bad. Yeah. And I'm, I'm paraphrasing because yeah. I don't want this woman to get in more trouble. I'm lightening it. And they all went down the thing. And then the B-man, the fucking B-man, went over to her and I said, it is not your responsibility to know if I performed here last night. You were doing your job, making sure no one got down there, and I don't hold that against you. And she was still very mad at me because she had gotten caught, you know. Yeah. And I said, just I just want you to know that I don't I don't hold you at blame for anything. I understand you're just doing your job. It's totally cool with me. And then she said something nasty again. She did. Yeah. Because she got caught being. It's hard to accept responsibility when you get caught. Yeah. She said something nasty to me. They brought the manager over, and he was like, "What's up, Bert?" And it the me of look like, on that woman's face just. I think I already told you this but when, when one of Chappelle's security guys was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, I was going into the yeah. his dressing room. He's like, you can't go in there, man. I was like, I can't? And he was like, no. And then someone right away was like, yeah, he can. He's fucking just on stage. He's like, oh, I'm up. And he apologized like four times. Yeah. And I was like, it's okay. Like, yeah. you, you, you didn't know. You're doing you, your you job. You didn't see me. It's okay. And he's, a, he's one of his personal security guards. So the next day, I see him, but he's like facing the other way. So I just go up behind him and I shove him. Like I just give him a shove. He turns around, like his eyes, and he has like a hand back. Oh my God. He was like, God, he goes, I almost knocked you the fuck out right now. (laughs) (laughs) When 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 Mark Norman and I were in in Manchester, Uh we could do the theater and we tell everyone to go to this bar. And this bar is fucking slam packed and the lines down the thing and we go up to the bar and there's this big black dude at the front like this kind of older too and we come in and we're like hey man can we get in and he's like not happening bruv and we're like okay well we and everyone's like this is the guy and he's like keep it keep it moving keep it moving sorry bruv keep going and we're like we're like i'm i'm supposed to be in there and he's like you're not supposed to be anywhere not supposed to be anywhere keep it moving real dick and i go okay i go well just do me a favor let the owner of this bar and all those people know that I'm going to a different bar. And he goes, no one cares where the fuck you're going. Keep moving. And I go, okay. And I said to the line, I go, you guys want to go somewhere else? And they're like, yeah. And I go, come on, let's go. And the whole line got out 
and started walking. He goes, where the fuck are they going? Where the fuck are you going? And I go, you're not letting me in here. And he goes, who the fuck are you? And I go, I'm the comedian. And he goes, no, you're not. Comedian, some big fat guy. And I go, that's me. And he goes, oh, okay. All right, come on in. And let me and Mark Norman in. And we were like, what the fuck? You just weren't fat enough. Man. I just wasn't fat enough. And I was like, uh, and then I took my shirt off. And he's like, okay. And he, yeah. he kept apologizing all, all night. night. Yeah. All night he kept coming up and goes, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I was like, dude, you're doing your job. You're doing your job. You're yeah. doing your job and you're doing it very well. Yeah. Don't, I mean, don't blame me for leaving, not wanting to go to the bar that's not letting me in. I yeah, just yeah. leaving. That was a fucking, that, I, when I said, he goes, so I go, so I'm not getting in. And I go, all right, guys, where you guys, let's go. The whole line that was around the block that he was like so excited to protect. Yeah. The whole group of people he was going to get to say no to just got out of line. He's like, where the fuck are you guys going? Um, oh, I got to go. Yeah, yeah, we got to go. You got to go. I got to catch a plane. Okay. I love you. I love you too. Hey, I really love these Austin episodes. These are fun, man. These are really fun. Yeah, we're going to keep it at Gitmo, okay? I like missing you. Yeah, I like missing you too. Okay. I love you. I love you. Bye. Bert and Tom, Tom and Bert. One goes topless while the other wears a shirt. Tom tells stories and Bert's the machine. There's not a chance in hell that they'll keep it clean. Here's what we call Two Bears One Cave. No scripts, a bit of booze, amateur photology. Dirty jokes, raunchy humor, no apologies. Here's what we call Two Bears One K. <laughs>